Good morning, Rise in Freedom. I'm Austin Peterson. You're watching and listening to the Wake Up America Show at wakeupamericashow.com. Happy Monday. Today is January the 15th. Glad to see you guys. How's everybody doing? Yeah. Give it up. Make sure you hit that like button. Subscribe to the channel if it's your first time here. I know you're going to love the content, so let's get it on the road. Grand Theft, Iowa's the Caucus City Heist. Is this going to be a Donald Trump joyride? Let's talk about it. Gear up for the Caucus City Heist. This podcast episode is going to be like a high-speed chase through the Iowa Republican Caucus. With Donald Trump in the driver's seat, rumored to outpace the pack, we're hitting the political streets hard today. The lineup, Nikki Haley, Vivek Ramaswamy, and Ron DeSantis all revving up for a showdown. Hell yeah. In the mix today, we've got the DeSantis diehard Courtney Nill driving the getaway car. Getaway car for Ron DeSantis. Donald Trump's pit crew chief, Dr. Bob Onder from Missouri. He's got the prescription for love. Oh, yes. And the foundation for economic education underboss, John Miltimore. Yes. Just be ready. He's going to unpack Donald Trump's latest slam against Vivek Ramaswamy. It's going to be good stuff today. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through strategy, controversy, and high-stakes maneuvers. This isn't just politics. It's the caucus city heist where every word counts and the next turn could change everything. Let's get the debate going. You ready to roll? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening, everybody? It's time to talk with two days left. Or excuse me, I guess today is the day. I wrote this two days ago, as you could tell. Way to get this thing on the uh, off on the wrong foot. You know, it's got to be dispiriting driving through blizzards across Iowa all week just to see Donald Trump swoop in at the last minute and then effortlessly coast to record poll numbers. He pulled a standing room only crowd of passionate voters to his one event that he held on Sunday in Indianola. How are the polls looking? What do we have for him, Johnny? Take a listen. Put this Trump lead in some perspective here. First of all, the 48% that he's registering here, that is the highest share for a Republican candidate in a final Des Moines register poll ever. That surpasses ever. the record of 43% from George W. Bush. On the eve of the 2000 caucuses, Bush won those caucuses. Also, the margin, Trump 48, Haley 20, that's a 28-point margin. That is also the <laughs> biggest margin in a final register poll, also breaking a record of George W. Bush of 23 points when he won the caucuses in 2000. So that Trump lead, we haven't seen that before, but we've been seeing a lot in the polling this year. <laughs> we haven't seen that before. <laughs> All right, everybody, pack up. It's time to go home. Did you see the hit that uh, the Donald Trump campaign ran on Vivek Ramaswamy yesterday? Donald Trump posted on Truth Social that Vivek Ramaswamy is out, out. He's gone. Afuera. Like Javier Malay kicking out government agencies. Vivek Ramaswamy is no longer MAGA. I know. I, you got to know that there were a lot of people yesterday in the Vivek campaign who were panicking, running around, screaming with their, like chickens with their heads cut off. And don't forget to text the show today. You can let us know what's on your mind. If you have a question for me, or if you just like to chat, you can send us a text at 573-319-1586. The text line is up on the screen if you're watching us. If not, then I have to read it for those who listen to the audio later. 
You can text us at again at 573-319-1586. Quest was asking last night, is there a show Monday? Hell yeah, there is, Quest. Here we are. Sorry, I missed that text last night. Uh, yes, one listener texted in and said, uh, Trump needs to learn who is an enemy and who is an asset when it comes to uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. You'd think he'd have figured it out by now, but that damn fragile ego keeps getting in the way. What do you think? Oh, man. Uh, and one listener texted in and says, holy forking shoot shirt balls. I actually have sales in Shopify collabs. Oh, Yes. For those of you who don't know, uh, the Wake Up America show, we do have a merchandise shop at ap4libertyshop.com. And for our merchandise shop, we actually have a collaboration program that allows you to get paid if you share our links to our products with your own affiliate link, uh, you get paid per sale. So yeah, so give it up to our boy who I can't see the name of who it was. But they've been making sales, so they get paid, which is kind of nice. It's all uh, automatic. So if you're interested in helping us to uh, make sales uh, on apforlibertyshop.com, you actually can get paid per sale that you make. And it's actually a decent commission. I think it's like five bucks per sale. And some people uh, who sell more can get upgraded to like higher tiers and things like that. So if that's something you're interested in and you go to apforlibertyshop.com, I think it's, let me see, there should be a link at the top of the page. Yes, it says influencers. Just click on influencers there at apforlibertyshop.com. You could become a brand ambassador and get paid to help us spread the message of economic freedom and personal liberty. What do you say? Yeah. Looks like some people have really made some money. I'm looking at it right now. Nice job, guys. Cool. Uh, those commissions, baby. All right. Applicants to review. Oh, some other people have signed up. I need to go ahead and try and approve them. Okay. Uh, let's talk about the news. Donald Trump running rings about everybody. Uh, Donald Trump showed up in Indianola, Iowa, wearing an uncharacteristically white hat yesterday, which I thought was kind of interesting. And um, we've got some Ron DeSantis clips here. Here's what Donald Trump had to say at his speech in Indianola yesterday. So, if you want to say, America from crooked Joe Biden. You must go caucus tomorrow. Very first step. The first step. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it big. You gotta get out. You can't sit home. If you're sick as a dog, you say, darling, even if you vote and then pass away, it's worth it. <laughs> even if even if you vote and then pass away, it's worth it. I gotta say, okay, there's still the comedian Trump if in there. You're sick if you're just so sick, you can't turn it. I don't think. Get up. Get up. Get up. You get up. You vote. Yes, darling. Ultimately, we know who calls the shots, right? Right? Right, Pop? That's right, you. You told everybody to get the shots. <laughs> so you be safe and all. You're gonna be safe. And again, all indoors. It's gonna be all indoors. But you gotta get up. You gotta vote. Because it has nothing to do with anything but taking our nation back, and that's the biggest thing there is. To arrive no later than 6.30, and as I said earlier, the details are ia.donaldjtrump.com. There you go, Donald Trump in the lead, the, the biggest lead. In the Iowa caucus Des Moines Register poll, which is kind of like the legendary poll, the last minute poll that the Iowa Des Moines Register does before the caucus, this is the highest lead that any candidate has ever had 
ever, ever, ever in Iowa. That's right. So the grim reality for Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley is that they are and have been, like I've said, competing for second place in the primary. And, you know, you don't, you don't necessarily feel bad. I mean, Donald Trump has just has always had this kind of a lead in the Republican Party. This is what it says. So Trump is at a record 48% while Haley has jumped to second place <laughs> with 20% and DeSantis at a demoralizing 16%, despite the fact that he put all of his eggs in the Iowa basket. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, not that, uh, that the Iowa governor was conceding anything because he's still out there campaigning like a maniac, going out and trying to win as many votes as he can. Let's hear from uh, Governor Ron DeSantis. About, you can be the most worthless Republican in America, but if you kiss the ring, he'll say you're wonderful. Mm. You can be the strongest, most dynamic, uh, successful Republican and conservative in America, but if you don't kiss that ring, then he'll try to trash you. You know what? You deserve a nominee that's going to put you first, not himself first. He cares about not bad, but not necessarily a winning message. Uh, Ron DeSantis, speaking of the attack on Vivek Ramaswamy by the Trump campaign, uh, Ron DeSantis actually weighed in on that, flanked by Chip Roy of Texas and Thomas Massey of Kentucky. You know, I noticed that they, um, that, that he threw, um, um, the, uh, the back. Yeah, 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 he threw him under the bus. Um, you know, it's. Excuse me, Ron, if you're going to have that name in your mouth, it's Vivek, like cake. Get it's it like, right. I've never seen a candidate run for an office and basically campaign for another candidate in the same race before, and that's what's happened. But <laughs> the minute he wasn't useful, you know, they, 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 they dropped the hammer on it. So that's just kind of the way, way they are. But look, we're going to go forward yes. as a party. I mean, they are running against one another. So, and Donald Trump doesn't want anybody to vote for anybody else. He wants, he would want 100% of the vote. He doesn't care. He's going to attack Vivek because he wants to squeeze every single last vote that he can. Anybody who was kind of quailing that they might vote for Vivek over Trump, Trump wants those votes. We can go forward in a way that's focused on people's issues, that's focused on a great agenda for America, or we can go forward uh, with Trump, which will be focused the 2024 election on legal issues, on criminal trials, on convictions, He's right. on, on all these things with January 6th. And that gives yeah. the Democrats um, a huge advantage uh, going forward. And I don't think that we want to do that. Why would we want to give them any advantage? He's right, but it doesn't matter. That's the reality that we're faced with. And it's been just, boy, crazy to see Ron DeSantis now slipping into third place. Let's hear about the second place potential finisher, Nikki Haley. At least she's second place in the polls. We'll see how she shakes what out tonight. What's the quarter before that? So the money train is still flowing and going. Um, are you worried, though? Thank you, Neil, for having me, and Happy New Year. I you didn't understand. Well. Uh, we actually have a large um, fundraiser on the 30th of January at a, a major apartment in uh, New York City where we're raising a tremendous amount of money. Believe it or not, a number of it coming from uh, Democrats. Can you imagine, can you believe that a large percentage of the money that's coming in to Nikki Haley is from Democrats? Yeah, oh boy, wow, that's... 
that's really um, that's really not surprising at all. Completely, totally unsurprised by that at all. Now, um, Vivek Ramaswamy has got his supporters out there, and some people who are big Trump fans don't seem to be phased by the attacks by Trump on Vivek Ramaswamy. Here's a Vivek Ramaswamy supporter out in the wild in Iowa. Take a listen to this. I thought this was interesting. So, Rich, you're here at the Vivek event. You have a Vivek hat on, but you have a Save Trump vote Vivek. What does that mean? That means that um, the liberal Democrats are going to do whatever they can to take out Trump. And in order to save him from that, um, we need to vote for Vivek. And what resonated with you today from his speech? Um, the same thing since I heard him back in April of this year down in a Moms for Liberty event in Des Moines. He speaks the truth with a smile, conviction, and respect. And he's willing to talk about the tough subjects no one else will talk about. He's way smarter than the rest of them combined. Um, he knows the Constitution. He knows the Bible better than anyone else. Have you historically supported President Donald Trump? Yes. And so what is maybe turning you this time to Vivek uh, as opposed to Donald Trump? Probably just all the chaos surrounding Trump. And um, Vivek doesn't have a lot of baggage coming in. He's not, he's not beholden to any super PAC. He's his own boss and he reports, uh, reports to us. Well, okay, obviously we see the polls and those that aren't necessarily foolproof, but come caucus night, if he does win and then later on becomes the nominee, will you support him for president? Are you speaking about Trump? Trump, yes. Yes. Okay, is there anything that you're concerned about seeing another Trump-Biden face-off as we did in 2020? Um, it's just um, trusting the process, the election process. I think we were duped last time. It was a rigged election, and a lot of the information was withheld from us um, by the media and t big tech. You're an Iowan. I'm an Iowan. He's right about that. A lot of the information was withheld from us from big tech. We should never forget the Hunter Biden laptop story. Vivek Ramaswamy is reminding us in a post that shows that he's still on point yesterday when he posted Russia collusion, the Hunter Biden laptop story, Charlottesville, Bubba Wallace, Jesse Smollett, Covington Catholic kids, Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping plot, COVID lab, lab leak was a conspiracy theory, steel dossier, don't say gay was in the bill, Migrant kids in cages. Georgia election integrity was the new Jim Crow. Duke lacrosse kids. Zelensky is a paragon of democracy. January 6th, ivermectin is a horse wormer. Trump used tear gas to clear a crowd for a Bible photo. Vivek tweeted that the MSM spits in the face of the people every single day with ad nauseum and flagrant lies. And if you think the 2024 election is any different, open your eyes and see the trap they're walking us into right now. Totally on point. Vivek Ramaswamy. Keep it up. Vivek Ramaswamy absolutely killing it. And this is how he responded to Donald Trump attacking him, saying he's not MAGA. Uh, he posted that, yes, he saw President Trump's Truth Social post. He says, it's an unfortunate move by his campaign advisors. He says, I don't think friendly fire is helpful. Donald Trump was the greatest president of the 21st century, and I'm not going to criticize him in response to this late attack. He's met thousands of Iowans across 390 plus events, and they're deeply worried that the system won't allow Trump anywhere near the White House again. It seems they will stop at nothing to keep him in power. Good point. Which it is a good question. I mean, who is the backup plan if Donald Trump, for some reason, is taken out? 
Well, who do you want to take over? Let me ask you something seriously and you know, respond with a text message. Let me know or drop a comment uh, in the chat. If it isn't Donald Trump, who is your second pick? I would be very curious to hear your thoughts on that. We are going to hear from other, um, I won't say representatives of the campaign, but backers for the campaign today. We are going to have some on the ground in Iowa reporting this morning on the Wake Up America show. Courtney Neal, uh, Nil, who is in the DeSantis camp, will be joining us live at 7.30 a.m. Central Time. So about 15 minutes from now, you don't want to miss that. Um, Senator ba and Dr. Bob Onder will be joining us this morning at 8 a.m. He's in the Trump camp. He'll be joining us at 8 a.m. Central, and John Miltimore, who is the editor-at-large of the Foundation for Economic Education, will be commenting uh, live at 8.30 a.m. Central Time. So we've got two representatives uh, who will be joining us at 7.30 and 8 a.m. from Iowa to give us some on-the-ground reporting to see, uh, get, tell us what they're seeing, what they're hearing, and what their thoughts are. Now, Vivek Ramaswamy, I think, is a strong candidate for VP, despite the fact that he was just thrown under the bus by the Trump campaign, because I think that he is hopefully the future of the Republican Party. I see Vivek Ramaswamy as the most liberty-minded of all of the Republican candidates who are running right now. Change my mind. Uh, tell me your thoughts. Uh, one listener just texted in and said that Vivek would be number two. Okay, so you agree with me. Another listener texted in for the very first time today, thank you for that, and says, when Trump says, quote, taking our nation back, it basically means going from democratic socialism back to Republican socialism. Okay, yes, <laughs> true. Which is why I like Vivek Ramaswamy so much, because he has he has said, Vivek Ramaswamy said that he wants to make Javier Malay look like a socialist, which if you know anything about Javier Malay, basically, if Austin Peterson was the president of a country, it would be like Javier Malay. You know what I'm saying? One of our commenters over on Rumble, first time I've seen him today, one Lorenzo Samuel, nice to see you. He says, good morning, Austin. Second Vivek all the way if Trump is away. Thank you. That's all I'm saying. That's why I wish Trump hadn't done that, but I understand why he wants to maximize his vote total in Iowa. You know, I thought that... Um, I thought that uh, it was not the classiest move ever, but Vivek's response to it certainly was classy, which just goes to show why I think that he's a great number two. Uh, let's see. Another listener texted in and says, hey, Austin, are you gonna, guys going to be happy if it's Trump versus Rand Paul? Are you kidding me? Are you? What do you, what do you think? I'm, what are you, crazy? Thank like, you. Of course I would be happy if it was Trump and Rand Paul. I don't think he would do that. Uh, I think he's probably going to look for a woman to put on the ticket. And let me ask you a question. What are you going to do if if it's Nikki Haley who's his VP. <laughs> that would be scary, but I can see Donald Trump pulling something like that. What about you? Send us a text at 573-319-1586. Again, the text lines are open. You can text me night or day at 573-319-1586. Yes, my buddy JJ4884 texted in and says that Vivek said uh, he wants to make Javier Malay look like a moderate. Yes. <laughs> And this is why I like Vivek Ramaswamy so much, because he gets it. Vivek Ramaswamy can take on the press, he can take on the hostile media, he can take on the left, he can take on the climate change cultists, and fight back like we need a warrior, like Donald Trump has been a warrior and a fighter. The problem is with you know people like Donald Trump is that it becomes like 
a, a Hugo Chavez of Venezuela. When you constantly pick, and we all know that Donald Trump's Achilles heel has always been the people that he's surrounded himself with, that his lieutenants and his vice lieutenants have always stabbed him in the back and have betrayed him and betrayed his principles and what he stands for. People like John Bolton that he appointed. I mean, come on, are you kidding me? That has always been his weakness, which is why it would be good to have people like Vivek Ramaswamy around him. It would be good to have people who understand economics, like our buddy Vance Ginn, who is a frequent uh, guest here on the Wake Up America show, and w- who was one of his appointed economists uh, to, I believe, is the Government Accountability Office. I'm forgetting the name of the institution. But more people like that surrounding Donald Trump, who are actually with him when it comes to fighting against the deep state. Uh, I- again, I think that there is... I think there's a lot of good that comes from Donald Trump, but nobody can say that he's been very good at picking people to work for him. I mean, for God's sakes, he didn't fire Mayorkas. I mean, Anthony Fauci for anybody, Dr. Burks. I mean, listen, there were a lot of mistakes made in the last administration. There's a lot of reasons to give people, anybody who believes in limited government pause, right? At the end of the day, who is going to be Donald Trump's VP? If it's Nikki Haley, it shows that he hasn't learned his lessons. And you know what? I predict that Donald, if it is Nikki Haley, I predict that Donald Trump will fail to win the election this fall because it will show that he hasn't learned his lessons. It'll split the debate, the, the base. Everybody will be divided and fighting amongst one another. I actually think Vivek Ramaswamy could unite the Republican base. And it would mean that the future of the Republican Party was one of liberty. If it was Nikki Haley, it would mean the future of the Republican Party is what? Lindsey Graham? I mean, what is that? What would that mean? But again, I'd love to hear your thoughts on things like this. Again, don't forget that text line is open anytime, night or day, 573-319-1586. One listener just texted in and said, Vivek is the LP candidate of this election. Uh, Yeah, except he's not running in the LP. Speaking of, where the heck are the LP candidates? Crickets. They've been more irrelevant, not less. Very sad. Was more energy when you and McAfee were running. Yes, it was very different in 2016 than it is today. The dynamics of every election are going to be different, but it's not just the LP's fault. It's also because the American people are not interested in hearing those ideas from a third-party candidate. The funny thing is, is that they do like the ideas when they hear them from someone like Javier Malay of Argentina, or when they hear them from someone like Vivek Ramaswamy. It just goes to show that people really are more convinced by packaging. If you've ever done any any kind of marketing or sales, people really are way more convinced by packaging than the product itself, which isn't to say that you shouldn't have a good product. As somebody who sells delicious coffee in an amazing box that I just pulled up on the screen right there, the packaging is definitely part of the sale. I mean, riddle me this. when you If you've bought Founding flavors coffee from me, would you be willing to admit that part of the allure of the coffee was the beautiful boxes and packages that I made, right? Thomas's painkiller, Adam's patriotic perk, uh, Washington's revolutionary roast. I mean, the that's marketing, right? But that's how they, that's how people respond. That's psychology. And you can't fight that. And the way that the Libertarian Party is packaged right now, it doesn't look good, right? If you were going to buy, you know, think of you know, my coffee boxes as like Vivek Ramaswamy. I think like a ugly, dull gray bag of whatever swill that you can get, like, you know, in a truck stop, uh, which one would you rather have, right? If somebody's going to give it to you, 
Oh, and I also have a bet with somebody today that uh, if Ron DeSantis wins the Iowa caucus today, that the person who I have a bet with will buy, if he wins, uh, I'll have to give him four bags of my Founding Flavors coffee for free. If he doesn't win, if Ron DeSantis does not win the Iowa caucuses, then um, he has to buy four boxes of Founding Flavors coffee for me. So I'm pretty sure I just sold four boxes of coffee. <laughs> But you can get yours at ap4libertyshop.com. That's AP, the number four, ap4libertyshop.com. That uh, tweet a little bit earlier that I read from Vivek Ramaswamy, where he was talking about ivermectin and being horse dewormer, uh, not the kind of thing that you can go and get at pharmacies like the one that are sponsoring the Wake Up America show this month here at um, AP, excuse me, quickrxstore.com. You can get uh, your uh, ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine at 10% off at quickrxstore.com. And you can actually save 10% if you use the code SAVE10. That's S A V E, the number 10. So go to quickrxstore.com to get your ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine again at 10% off. When we get back on the ground reporting, boots on the ground, Courtney Nill in the DeSantis camp in the DeSantis camp will be joining us when we get back on the Wake Up America show at wakeupamericashow.com. Good morning, free birds, rising freedom. Welcome to the Wake Up America show. I'm your host, Austin Peterson. We're glad and thankful to have you here. Who was that beautiful blonde girl in the middle of the winter in Iowa holding the American flag there like that, saying, make America Florida again? That's Courtney Nill. Excited to have her joining us here in just a moment. But before we do, do me a favor, click that like button and subscribe to the channel. We'd love to have you come back here and join us on the Wake Up America show. Every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. Central Time, the Wake Up America show streams live. All right, it's time to talk about Grand Theft Auto, driving the getaway car for Ron DeSantis in Iowa, and joining us live on the ground from the frigid north, Courtney Nill. Good morning, Courtney. How are you doing today? Staying warm? Good morning, Austin. I'm doing the best that I can. Um, it is quite cold here. Um, I have never been to temperatures as cold as I've experienced in Iowa. This was my first time ever in negative temperatures. Um, it, it's, it's wild up here, but I have to say the people of Iowa are so warm and so welcoming. Um, it, it, it's really a great place up here, a little cold this winter, but, um, it, this has been a great experience being here, um, for, uh, you know, as part of team DeSantis. You're a Florida girl in Iowa in freezing temperatures for the first time. I imagine that, uh, it is a little bit off-putting, but tell us a little bit about how you're feeling about today. What are you hearing, seeing on the ground, any highlights or things that you'd like to share to get us started? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's been an awesome experience. Um, People in general, because, you know, I'm here in support of Ron DeSantis, people like him here. Um, they are very warm, very friendly. And even if they are someone who might have Trump as their first pick, he's a very close second. So what you've seen online where they're kind of promoting that, you know, people, all these people are, are only Trump, you know, that's that's really not the case. That's not what we're seeing in Iowa. A lot of them are, you know kind of tired and don't want to deal with the felony indictments that Trump is going to be going through. 
um, a little, little bit of support for Haley here and there. You find a couple little pockets. Um, I know your guy, he, uh, Vivek, uh, I have not met one person in Iowa yet um, that, you know, is for him. But I'm over here in eastern Iowa, so I know that more of Vivek's uh, following was a little bit more in the western area, and that's where he's been spending more of his time. But I know that um, um, Des Moines, as well as kind of eastern Iowa over here where I am, um, this is pretty good area um, for DeSantis. So um, I can't speak for, you know, the campaign or anything, but listen, based on my own, what I've been seeing, I am not going to be surprised easily. We're going to be hitting 30s and I I won't be surprised if we hit 40 for DeSantis um, come, you know, caucus night here. All right. Well, uh, so, Courtney, make the case for us. Lay it out. Um, what do you think are the best arguments in favor of a caucus vote tonight for Ron DeSantis? Um, your own views, and what are you hearing other people saying why they're voting for DeSantis? So Ron DeSantis has had a great record in Florida. That's why I have decided to support him. It was way back in 2020 that I first noticed him. Um, by 2021, early 21, um, you can see from my Twitter post that I had already completely picked him as my champion. I'm like, this is the guy. This is the guy. I want him to run for president long before he ever even mentioned that that was a consideration. Um, for me, it was COVID. Um, his COVID response is something that I was happier with um, than you know anything else. I felt like he was a governor that stood up um, for the people. And uh, reading a little bit more of his book and looking actually more into his reasoning for why he did things, Ron DeSantis, the reason why he made the decisions right when, you know, Fauci and everybody was starting these lockdowns, he's like, well, he had some concerns. And so he went ahead and started doing some research of his own into the virus and what past literature had actually said, because he was reading things from like 2007 from the CDC on pandemics and then what they were following then, you know, come 2020 completely ignored everything that had been in that previous literature. And that's when he started to realize that there was a big problem. As for what Iowa people think, people here are definitely, you know, pro-Second Amendment. They're pro-life. Um, they, you know, want, uh, they're done with Bidenomics. They want, you know, better economy here. Um, and, you know, they're just nice, normal folks, um, you know, even the, you know, bigger cities, you know, aren't, this isn't a LA or a Chicago. Um, and people here are very ready for a change. And it's interesting because I think in other states, sometimes people think of, you know, primaries or caucuses as kind of an afterthought, but people here, they do really know that, you know, they are the first first people to make decisions on this race. And it's, it's really good to see a lot of them genuinely care um, and people have been very receptive. Um, I've been really glad to be on the ground. You know, I've been going door knocking <laughs> in, you know, absolute like negative temperatures. Um, it was almost, it was nearly negative 20, um, before windchill when I was out yesterday morning, I had so many layers, like heated vest, heated, you know, hand warmers going, um, just trying to like stay warm enough. And people think that you're kind of crazy. Like they see you show up at their door and they're like, Whoa, um, what, what are you doing here? And I know from insane? some of the other <laughs> yeah, some of the other campaigns, like I ran into um, someone that was coming to volunteer for Nikki on the plane. And I asked him and I'm like, so are you going to be out? Like, are you going to go door knock and things like that? And he's like, oh, he's like, absolutely not. I do not want to be out in the cold. And I'm like, oh, OK. I'm like, well, are we definitely are. <laughs> and, you know, I, people people care about that. People care about your enthusiasm. 
there's um, a couple yesterday when I went to the rally because um, um, us volunteers kind of went and got everything set up for the rally and then um, kind of helped staff it, if you will, um, getting people caucus cards and things. And yesterday, absolutely. There was a couple that I talked to that they came in soft um, Ron DeSantis supporters they were thinking about leaning towards him but left knowing 100% that that's who they were going to be voting for um, after talking to me and then getting to hear him speak. That's good Good insight on the ground reporting. We're speaking to Courtney Nill. She's a DeSantis supporter who uh, went to Iowa to do some on the ground, boots on the ground campaigning for Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida. She's joining us live from Iowa now here on the Wake Up America show. Good morning, we're glad to have you here. Do us a favor and click like and subscribe if you appreciate the coverage that we're offering you this morning. We'd love to have you come back and join us here on the regs on the Wake Up America show, 7 to 9 a.m. Central Time. So that was a, a big question I think a lot of people have is, why are so many people from all over the country flying to Iowa? What do you guys do there? So door knocking is obviously one thing, right? Are you helping set up with events? Are there, are there any other activities? What do you do tonight during the actual caucus? Yeah, so there's um, a lot that's been going on. So um, one of the most important things at this point in the race is actually just reminding the people that have already committed um, to make sure that they do show up. Um, and of course, you know, if you can get any last minute people, but the one thing to know is that there are a lot of undecided voters in Iowa. Um, I believe I heard a figure at one point, you know, maybe even to, you know, to the effect of 30 some percent that are still completely undecided and they plan to decide tonight. And so for those that don't understand how an Iowa caucus works, and this is new to me too, um, an Iowa caucus, um, so essentially at seven o'clock tonight, um, you know, the doors at all the precincts are going to close. Um, all the Republicans that are inside when the doors close, that is that 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 is it. Like then you, you that's whether you're participating in the caucus or not. Um, you know, any Republicans can be in the building. Um, it's just going to be Iowa people that are going to be actually voting. Clearly, we don't want people from other states voting. Um, but what they essentially do is they give some speeches like they have a representative for each candidate give speeches. And then depending on precinct size. Um, larger ones, um, it, it's going to look a little bit different. Um, it's almost like a fireside chat at the smaller precincts. And so um, one of the things that I'll be doing tonight, um, originally I hadn't planned to even stay um, as late because I'm used to regular primaries where, you know, once it's election day, you're kind of done. Like there's not a whole lot to really, you know, that needs to happen at that point. Um, but um, they're actually planning on me um, going to a precinct that didn't have um, a captain yet because we are planning to have a person, a volunteer at every precinct in Iowa um, to, you know, promote, um, you know, what he is about. Um, and it helps the more knowledge that you have, um, you know, of course, you've been able to, you know, share information about it a little bit better. Um, so it looks like tonight, um, if I need to call American Airlines, but assuming that that works out, um, yes, I will be giving a speech tonight at one of the precincts. Um, we also, um, I know that there's organizations that are helping get people rides. Um, you know, the, it is pretty treacherous out. Um, I've done a little bit of snow driving before, so um, I felt generally, you know, relatively comfortable. I have a big four-wheel drive vehicle um, rental that I have, but um, especially for a lot of the older folks, um, you know, it, it is a little tough to get out tonight. And so, um, you know, other, you know, part DeSantis supporters are willing to give people rides if they need it. And so there's definitely some people that are over organizing that as well. Um, and so that's um, kind of what we're doing here on the ground. There's also been phone calls, of course, 
um, sending text messages, making sure everyone's there. Yesterday, yep, we did. Um, not only did the event set up, um, which is, it takes a bit of work because um, you're normally transforming, you know, a place that um, we used um, kind of like a large like restaurant with a bar yesterday. Um, and then um, I believe it's more of a convention center for um, last night's event. So I think there's one more event today in Cedar Rapids um, if people in Eastern Iowa want to come out for that. But yeah, we have been rocking and rolling. We have been um, carting the governor all around the whole state um, doing, you know, event after event after event. One really interesting thing that we saw yesterday um, is um, one of the events in the morning. Um, Hale, Nikki Haley was supposed to be having an event on the same street, um, you know, literally like I think one or two doors down from where we were planning to um, an hour before. Okay. And a lot of Nikki people, you know, showed up, you know, they're ready to support and she canceled her event. She said it was too cold. She canceled her event. And so we actually um, sent volunteers over uh, to those people and said, hey, we're having an event. Why don't you come out and, uh, you know, come hang with us instead? And uh, most of them did. And most of them committed to uh, voting for Ron. Nice. Um, showing up to the people really matters um, to, to the people of Iowa. At least that's what I'm seeing here. For sure. And a caucus and a primary are two completely different creatures. Uh, loyalty really matters in a, in a caucus. Um, now, Courtney, a little bit of a, you know difficult news. The challenge of the Iowa caucus will be to overcome the expectations from the last minute Des Moines Register poll, the very last minute poll, which showed that Nikki Haley has creeped into second place above Ron DeSantis. Now, Ron has put pretty much all of his eggs in one basket when it comes to Iowa, uh, and he seems to have slipped behind Nikki Haley in this one. What was your reaction to the Des Moines, Iowa register poll that showed DeSantis sort of skimming into third place? So I didn't really even have a reaction, and that just goes to show you, you know, how much validity I have in those polls. Um, talking with some of the volunteers that are here, you know, that they're local Iowa folks, um, even they are like, oh, yeah, they're like, I haven't voted in that in so long. They're like, that's like so inaccurate. Like, even the people that I'm talking to here don't really read into it all that much. So I'm not either. Because um, I mean, it depends. Like, if, if you ask, you know, you know, a group of people, well, you can, you know, pick and choose, you know, who who's that and, you know, the type of people that answer polls. And that's, that's what a lot of us has, have said. Um, you know, I have not taken any political polls, um, you know, this round, if a phone number that I don't know, calls me, I do not answer it. Mm. Is, is Iowa a must win for Ron, would you say? I think he needs to at least um, perform relatively well here. Um, I think that it needs to be at least a strong second um, for us to really have, um, you know, chance in other states. Because, you know, when it comes to, um, you know, primaries, caucuses, you know, we have to see how the spread the spread of votes are going to be, because you certainly do not need to win every state to be the nominee. And, you know, we've seen in historic elections that, you know, the first couple of states, it might be spread out a lot differently than what we see, you know, when it comes to the general. And so, you know, I think what we're hoping for here is just, you know, um, a good showing, um, showing people that, no, Donald Trump is not your only, you know, option here. You have another person, someone who's, you know, much younger someone that you is more conservative quite frankly and that's what i think we're seeing is that people that are the most conservative truly that are you know pro-life you know pro-second amendment you know if you are you know kind of on the on the outs with trump at this point it automatically means that 
DeSantis is going to be your next pick. Nikki Haley, the people that like her, um, just in general, are a little bit, you know, softer Republican or even leaning Democrat. There's um, a lot of people that said that, you know, if Nikki Haley isn't the option, um, that Biden's their next choice. And so that goes to show you what kind of people it is actually behind her. Um, and, you know, I wish those people well, of course, still, but um, that's not the kind of leader that I want. Biden is, you know, the worst thing that we've seen, you know, happen in American politics in quite some time. And, you know, quite frankly, I believe that it's his administration that's even running his campaign. And I think we're going to see, you know, the Democrats try to push Biden until the very end. If they can, you know, load Biden up in a wheelchair and push him over the finish line, you know, that's what the Democrats will try to do. Um, you know, they don't care, you know, if he is not at all fit for the position that he's holding. Um, and so that's why I think it really matters that we, you know, pick someone better um, to, you know, kind of turn over a new leaf for 2024 and then, you know, even moving forward past that 2028. Courtney, uh, we're running up uh, against the time limit here, and I know that you've got a lot to do today. You're going to be very busy. I'm sure you'll be very exhausted tomorrow. We appreciate you being so generous with your time. So we do have, it looks like we do have a few Iowa potential voters in the Rumble chat this morning. Uh, if you could convince them to vote for Ron DeSantis in the caucus tonight, what would you say to them? What I would say is that Ron DeSantis is my favorite governor. Um, there was a time in 2020 and 2021 where it felt like no other politicians were on my side. I felt like all of them had forgotten us. They had forgotten about our personal liberties. And he's someone that, you know, despite, you know, the media calling him Death Santis, you know, despite someone dressed as the Grim Reaper walking the beaches of Florida, he said, no, he's like, children deserve to go to in-person school. People need to be able to make their own health decisions. Young people are not, you know, you know, dying at this at alarming rates. We cannot, you know, put this mental strife on them. And he's continued to do that time after time, standing up for, you know, what is right rather than what is popular. And that's what we need in a leader. We cannot let people, you know, swayed by their own interests, swayed by their own egos, run this place for us. America is too important. I love this land. It is you know, an experiment that is so fragile. I believe that's uh, Reagan said, you know, one generation is all it takes. And, you know, this, you know, wonderful place that we have here can slip away from us. So um, please, I would urge you, um, go vote for Ron DeSantis. He will not let you down. He's not going to have failed campaign promises. He's done great so far as governor of Florida, and he's going to be in a wonderful uh, American president in 2024. Courtney Nill for Ron DeSantis on the ground in Iowa. Good luck today. Stay warm, Courtney, and we'll look forward to hearing from you back uh, when you get back to Florida. Have a wonderful day and good luck. Thank you so much. Take Thank care. You. That's Courtney Nill. Uh, like on the channel if you enjoyed her commentary. Let's give it up for Courtney. She did a great job. Didn't she? Three rallies. Thank you, darling. Thank you. Thank you. That's all right. Go home to mommy. Your mommy's waiting. Go home to mommy. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, that's uh, Donald Trump at his rally in Indianola, Iowa yesterday.
saying, go home to mommy. Donald Trump with the highest lead in the Iowa Des Moines Register poll before the election in history. Even meet the press. Even the left-wing press has to acknowledge it. Listen to this. This Trump lead in some perspective here. Put this Ooh, Trump go. lead in some perspective here. First of all, the 48% that he's registering here, that is the highest share for a Republican candidate in a final Des Moines Register poll ever. That surpasses the record of 43% from George W. Bush on the eve of the 2000 caucuses. Bush won those caucuses. Also, the margin, Trump 48, Haley 20. That's a 28-point margin. That is also the biggest margin in a final register poll, also breaking a record of George W. Bush of 23 points when he won the caucuses in 2000. So that Trump lead, we haven't seen that before, but we've been seeing a lot in the polling this year. <laughs> they haven't Put seen this that before. Trump lead in some perspective here. First of all, the 48% that he's registering here, that is the highest share for a Republican candidate in a final Des Moines register poll ever. That surpasses the record of 43% from George W. Bush on the eve of the 2000 caucuses. Bush won those caucuses. Also, the margin, Trump 48, Haley 20. That's a 28-point margin. That is also the biggest margin in a final register poll. 28 points between Donald Trump and Nikki Haley also in Iowa. Also breaking a record of George W. Bush of 23 points when he won the caucuses in 2000. So that Trump lead, we haven't seen that before, but we've been seeing a lot in the polling this year. Put this Trump lead. <laughs> they haven't seen that before there in Iowa. We're going to see it today. What do you expect to happen in Iowa? We'd love to hear your thoughts. You can text the Wake Up America show, and we have to say thank you to Rumble.com. Looks like we just got dropped on the front page. We appreciate you. Michael and Siraj down there are hooking us up with a little bit of love up there at Rumble.com. So do us a favor, help support not only our channel, but support rumble.com. When you click like and you subscribe to the channel and you're watching us here at rumble.com, you're supporting free speech. And that's what we're all about here on the Wake Up America show. This show streams live every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. Central Time. This is Wake Up America show. And it's a great way to start your day to find out what's going on in the world. We've got the best content, the best clips, and the best guests. And of course, I think the best host. Me, Austin Peterson, they call me AP or AP for Liberty online, which you can follow me anywhere that you get your social medias at AP for Liberty. We're going to hear from the Trump people here in just a few minutes. I know you're excited for that. Missouri, former Missouri Senator and current Missouri doctor Bob Onder went to Iowa to caucus to help caucus for Donald Trump uh, to volunteer on the ground. We're getting some boots on the ground reporting here on the Wake Up America show. Dr. Bob Onder will be supporting Donald Trump today in the Iowa caucuses, and he's going to tell us his thoughts of what he thinks is happening out there. So you're not going to get much better reporting on the Iowa caucuses this morning. So you're going to want to make sure that you stay tuned to us all the way until 9 a.m. Central Time. And then hopefully if you subscribe to the channel, you'll be able to come back and join us tomorrow morning at the same time, and we will break down the Iowa caucus results. We're looking forward to hearing from all of our friends this morning on the show. Not only can you drop comments on the Rumble chat, but again, the text line you should be able to see on the screen is 573-319-1586. Again, that text line one more time is 573-319-1586. Big news, Donald Trump finally attacked Vivek Ramaswamy. What? For the first time, former President Donald Trump criticize Republican presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy, even though the two have 
tried to maintain a friendly relationship on the campaign trail up to this point. I mean, they are running against each other, so it shouldn't necessarily surprise anyone. But Donald Trump said on his Truth Social uh, website that Vivek started his campaign as a great supporter, the best president in generations. Unfortunately, now all he does is disguise his support in the form of deceitful campaign tricks, Donald Trump wrote on his social media platform on, what was it, Saturday? Yes, he wrote this on Saturday. This is the first time that Trump and his team have made direct public attacks on Vivek Ramaswamy. I think the reason they're doing that, of course, is to try and maximize Donald Trump's vote total, which makes perfect sense. But this is a clip that was being circulated yesterday that Trump supporters were pointing to to say why they don't trust Vivek Ramaswamy anymore. Take a look and a listen. They are. They're scared of Trump. Oh, they're, they are scared. And they will stop at nothing, but we're not going to let him get away with it. I've got fresh legs. I'm not wounded. That's they're not going to let this man do it. You know, when you this said eliminate, that gave me a chill. Because it's scary. Because you think it's false or because you think it's true? I think it's true. I think they will stop at it nothing is, to stop. Stop. I am, because, it's sad, but it's the I truth. I agree. It's the sad, yeah. but it's the truth. So I'm but asking you to do your part, and we're going to... You know, when we I can do this. Polls, we can I do this. this polls, yeah. <laughs> Man, caucusing is funny. If you've never run for office, it's such a weird thing to do. <laughs> to get into people's faces and ask them to vote for you and have these kinds of... I had all these... I mean, it's, it's just so unnatural, right, to have this kind of a conversation with people. I mean... It's something that we do, uh, you know, once every two, four years, right? And I, I do like caucuses much better than primaries because you do have to really kind of earn people's vote, get them to show up and and do more than just cast a ballot. You've got to really like caucus, caucusing is way more fun and I think more interactive. And I think it's a more democratic to an extent in a good way, not bad democratic. But it's just when you watch an interaction like this with a voter like Vivek, he knows he's got to go. But he's also trying to win, get this woman convinced to like vote for him. But he's also he's in a time crunch. But they're talking about Donald Trump potentially being JFK'd. And so it's kind of, I mean, it's a, it's a weird conversation to have. Am I right? I mean, come on. But anyways, so the Trump people are pointing at this and saying this is Vivek being deceitful. So hold on, let's let's hear this. And I think I'm worried and I'm fearful. My job that you don't have bring it in, bring it in. But we're losing it. We're, lo it, we're losing it. It, it pains me to hear people. that. We need people like you, young, yes, vibrant, and that's where our founding fathers were. It's 1776. I mean, literally, the, this is the same stuff. These are the same things that I said when I was running for for president and for U.S. Senate. I mean, like my talking points to a T. I mean, and it's why I like Vivek Ramaswamy so much. I don't know about you. Do we have any Vivek Ramaswamy fans out there? Let's hear from you in the chat. I need your support. I need your support on Monday morning. I just love it. It's just funny to me. Okay, you're picking at my shell. You are. Yeah. But. You want to save? You want to save this country? I'm telling you that. You want to save Trump? You vote for me. You're sending him. But you're sending him to his own demise. He's a sledgehammer. I love this. Not only countries falling into peace, falling. You want to save Trump? You want to save Trump? You vote for me. I love it. I think he's right. I think I think Vivek Ramaswamy is actually making a good point here. I know Trump supporters are all over this, like, oh, it's so deceitful. Not necessarily, because Trump needs allies, and he needs people who actually are America first. 
And I think Vivek is an ally. And I think Vivek has proven that. And DeSantis people the whole time have been like, oh, he's only running to be in the cabinet or running to like be Trump's backup boy or whatever and stuff like that. I'm like, that's smart. Good job. He's going to need people who are not like John. What do you want another him to rehire John Bolton? Who do you want Donald Trump to put in the cabinet? You want you want Secretary Mayorkas to come back? What, what do you want? You want him to, to bring back all the same idiots that he had in the last uh, presidential, all the people who stabbed in the back. What do you want to bring back Anthony Fauci? No, we need new blood. And I think Vivek Ramaswamy makes a really good argument here that especially because there is the possibility that the Democrats really don't allow Donald Trump to become president of the United States again, that they do something to him like what we're saying, what they're talking about here. And, and it's, you better have a backup plan, right? Don't be like Hugo Chavez of Venezuela and and pick the biggest idiot that you can uh, like Nicolas Maduro, like they did in Venezuela, and then the country can't it can't be governed effectively because you're too afraid of competition that you can't put people around you who can actually do the job and govern effectively, right? That was Donald Trump's problem in his first administration was he did not put people around him that could govern effectively, that could that could watch his back and protect him because the deep state they took him out, they took him out, and I I think Vivek makes a good argument here. What do you think? What do you think? It's, it, it's, it's an argument. It's the truth. Do the right thing for you. Barney Siles says there's also a one in 20 chance that Trump dies of natural causes. Yes, true. Sad. Not something that you want to hear, but that's the reality. He is of advanced age. So his number two needs to be a warrior like Vivek is. Thank you for this question. Because the others. No, no, forget that. But this is, this is not, this is, that's the truth. And I think, and I think you know it. it but this is, yes, yes. This is the truth. And I, what I just told you, I think you know that in your heart to be true. Do the right thing on Monday. That's what I'm asking for. Thank you. Do the right thing on Monday. He's got to go. Give it up for Vivek. Doing his best. And he's widely expected to, he's polling around 8% tonight. Uh, I, I would see, what would you call a victory for Vivek Ramaswamy tonight? What I would say is the victory that I would say would be double digits. All right, Senator Bob Andres, he's messaging me right now. I got to go get Dr. Bob from the Trump camp. We'll be right back on the Wake Up America show. Don't go, don't leave. I'll be right back. We'll go get Dr. Bob. He's in Iowa. I'm going to get him on the line when we get back on the Wake Up America show at wakeupamericashow.com. Good morning, rise and freedom. I'm Austin Peterson. You're watching and listening to the Wake Up America Show at wakeupamericashow.com. We're glad and thankful to have you here. All, wow, a thousand people here joining us live? Man, everyone wants to find out what's happening. It's Grand Theft, Iowa. All right, well, we heard from the DeSantis campaign a little bit earlier, the DeSantis camp, and how they're managing their strategy to win tonight. But there's an elephant in the room, a very large elephant in the room. Uh, 20, 28 points ahead of the nearest challenger elephant in the room, Donald Trump is widely expected to have a blowout turnout at the Iowa caucuses tonight. The Des Moines Register poll showed the highest lead in U.S. history for any candidate. Dr. Bob Onder is a fellow Missourian. He's also running for lieutenant governor of Missouri. He flew to Iowa this weekend to help support Donald Trump's campaign, and he's joining us live on the show right now. I forget that I have endorsed Dr. Bob for Lieutenant Governor, so you know he believes in freedom. Good morning, Dr. Bob. Thank you, Austin. Great to be back. Staying warm? No, it's very cold. It's very cold. 
minus 17 degrees, minus 35 wind chill. Now, I know it's cold in Missouri, no question about it, but we got about, I think, one inch where I live of snow. They've gotten like 18 inches here. It is cold. Dr. Bob, tell us why you're in Iowa supporting Donald Trump. Sure. You know, I was uh, I was asked by uh, my good friend Alex Meyer, um, who's up here on the Trump ground game in Iowa. And uh, look, I admire some of the other candidates running for president right now. I really think Ron DeSantis did a great job as governor of Florida. Uh, I like a lot of the things Vivek Ramaswamy is sta- saying, standing up to wokeness and the, uh, you know, the in, uh, war industrial surveillance complex. Uh, but I really do think that uh, Donald Trump is going to be our nominee. And I think he has deserved, he deserves and has earned a second term. I mean, back uh, three years ago, before we swore in Joe Biden, um, America was energy independent. We didn't go to Middle Eastern dictators begging for foreign oil. We were at peace. Uh, the Abraham Accords brought uh, you know, historic peace to the Mideast. Uh, inflation was low. Employment, whether it be uh, among uh, a- African-Americans, Hispanics, or the population as a whole, was at an all-time high. Um, you know, we fast forward. Wokeness was uh, was on the decline. Uh, Trump executive orders uh, got uh, got rid of a lot of wokeness in education and the military. Um, you know, fast forward now, it costs eleven thousand dollars more per year for the average family to uh, to maintain their standard standard of living. And every man, woman, and child in the United States owes one hundred thousand dollars. A family of four has a four hundred thousand dollar mortgage but no house and all of that and let's face it austin republicans and democrats have been overspending for decades but this has accelerated dramatically under joe biden we we need to get back to where to where we were three years ago and move forward you know the other thing i would say about donald trump is no one knows the danger of the surveillance state and these agencies that are supposed to be uh, keeping us safe the fbi the doj uh, the CIA. No one knows the danger of those agencies more than Donald Trump because he has been the victim of uh, of relentless politicization and prosecution, abusing the tools of power, some of which those agencies shouldn't have in the first place. Uh, so I, th- I think it is really Donald Trump who can best get our country on the right track, make make America great again. There you go. Uh, it's Dr. Bob Onder campaigning for Donald Trump on the ground in Iowa. Over a thousand people watching us live this morning. We'd love it if you would click that like button. Let's do it. Click like and subscribe to the channel if you're enjoying the content that you're hearing this morning here at rumble.com slash AP for Liberty. The Wake Up America show streams live five days a week. And we'd love to have you come back and join us for our regular seven to 9 a.m. Central time. We're speaking to Dr. Bob about what's happening there in Iowa, why Donald Trump has such a huge lead. Um, Dr. Bob, Do you think that Donald Trump can get a fair shot at the presidency? A lot of people don't think that the election was fairly decided in 2020. We all know what happened with the media when it came to the Hunter Biden laptop story. What's to say they don't pull the exact same shenanigans against us again this time? You know, uh, Austin, I think a lot of those those tricks uh, will be tried again. There's no question that the media is 1,000% in the tank for Joe Biden. I mean, look, even this uh, surge that Nikki Haley is uh, allegedly having, it's media-driven. 
uh, nonstop favorable media. Uh, they, the, 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 the left-wing media want to pick our nominee, just like they picked John McCain or Mitt Romney or Bob Dole. Uh, and then, of course, they'll turn against that nominee come the general election. There's no question that the media, uh, both both the mainstream media and social media, have censored Republicans in the 2016 election. There's no question that they suppressed uh, negative uh, information about the Biden crime family. I think they'll pull all of that. Um, and uh, I, I don't know that they will have as much success changing the rules of our election game um, in the name of COVID the way they did last time. I think they'll try. They didn't. They didn't. Monkeypox never uh, never uh, took off, did it now? Um, but they're going to try. Uh, we'll get lots of uh, reports that, you know, COVID's surging and we need to change election rules. But I don't think it will happen this time. So uh, will there be irregularities? Absolutely. But I really do think uh, that uh, we, we're dealing with a president who has all time poor approval ratings. I, I think our nominee and I think that nominee will be Donald Trump, will be Joe Biden in November. Now, Dr. Bob, you're there in Iowa. You're campaigning for Donald Trump. He is 28 points ahead of his next challenger, who you just mentioned in uh, your little spiel there. Uh, Nikki Haley in <laughs> second place in Iowa, probably not going to win. But what's the appeal there? Well, I mean, it, she seems so out of step with the rest of the party. I mean, what do you make of the Nikki Haley campaign there in Iowa? Yeah. Well, I think she's the media darling. I think her um, her main the main attraction of Nikki Haley is she's the she's the place that never Trumpers have have, have gravitated. Uh, she has a massive amount of money from the Republican establishment, and then she's the media darling. And some people are buying into that because some Republicans who just wanted to beat Joe Biden they're uh, they're uh, they're uh, they're uh, buying into this idea that Nikki Haley is the more moderate candidate who can defeat Joe Biden, just like folks uh, fell for that with, again, Bob Dole, John McCain, and Mitt Romney. Uh, look, she is really out of step with the Republican electorate, and I would say Americans as a whole. The idea that we, that a person cannot, now all my social media accounts are all in my own name, yours are too, but the idea that Americans don't have a right to anonymous speech, that uh, somehow the, uh, the internet overlords ought to uh, know all of our identities, the idea um, that, uh, that, 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 that states should not protect kids from uh, transgender indoctrination and mutilation. I mean, the idea that we should give uh, Zelensky a, a blank check uh, forever in Ukraine. I, I mean, these are not positions that Republicans or I think Americans as a whole believe in. And I just, I, again, I don't see her attraction other than those, those three factors I just mentioned. For sure. Uh, we are. We just surpassed 1,100 people watching this morning. I think people like what they're hearing from Dr. Bob Onder. He's a former senator, state senator here in the state of Missouri. He's also running for lieutenant governor of the state of Missouri. He traveled from Missouri to Iowa, where he's at right now, in order to support Donald Trump's presidential campaign. Now, uh, Dr. Bob, I like the fourth place candidate right now. I like what I'm hearing from 
Vivek Ramaswamy. And here, here's the thing. I saw Donald Trump had criticized him over the weekend. I mean, they're running against each other. So I, you know, I didn't yeah. really, you know, I, I just kind of like look at that as a bunch of hot air. I know Donald Trump wants to maximize his vote total tonight. Exactly. But 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 if there's if there's been an Achilles heel of Donald Trump, it's been the people that he's surrounded himself with, whether it was John Bolton or Mayorkas or, you know, I could list a whole long yes. uh, list of names of people surrounding him. Sure. I, I want Vivek Ramaswamy to be, either be the VP or to have some role in the cabinet administration. Some people are saying that 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 is probably not a possibility anymore because of what Donald Trump said. What do you think of Vivek Ramaswamy? What did you think of Donald Trump's attack on him? Like. If Trump wins, what does administration look like? I mean, things have got to be different than they were last time for sure, right? Yes. You know, I do like Vivek Ramaswamy uh, quite a bit. I actually have met him a couple of times. I once had the honor of introducing him down in the Missouri legislature uh, to the Federalist Society. I, I, uh, I'm a longtime member of the Federalist Society, and Vivek was our uh, keynote speaker one year. Um, no, I like a lot of what he says. I, you know, I really do suspect, um, not if, but when uh, Donald Trump is elected as our next president, I, I suspect Vivek will have a place in the administration. Yeah, I certainly hope so as well. Dr. Bob, would you tell us a little bit, what is your day going to look like today in Iowa? We just yeah. went up to C Courtney Nill for DeSantis and she's actually been out knocking doors and she's going to do the same thing today. Are, are you going to be braving the frigid cold and knocking on doors, Dr. Bob? Yeah, well, as soon as we finish up here, I'm going to head over to the Trump war room and uh, the, I, I'll uh, do whatever I can to best to get out uh, caucus goers. Um, very likely, I think that will be working the phones, but I think there will be some one-on-one uh, -on -one voter contact of knocking on doors. Uh, whether that'll be me or someone else, I'm not sure. And then at 6 p.m., uh, I will be uh, going to one of the caucus locations and speaking on behalf of uh, Donald J. Trump uh, at, at at one of the caucuses. So it's going to be a full day. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's quite an honor. So, Dr. Bob, you really are taking a position of honor there. We'd love to see you get nominated for vice president. How about that? I think our fans would like to hear that, that as well. That would be great. <laughs> HHS secretary, uh, FDA commissioner. There you go. <laughs> Just uh, kidding. Just do us a favor, though, if you can, just tell Doctor, uh, tell him to prosecute Anthony Fauci if you can when you get up there. Um, hopefully you'll abs be able to. Abs absolutely. Uh, do Dr. Bob, it's uh, it's been exciting to see your campaign for lieutenant governor of Missouri, but I would be remiss in doing my job as a public servant in the media if I didn't ask you a question that might be a little difficult for you to answer, but I hope that you'll be able to let us know. Would you consider running for that congressional seat that is coming open now that my congressman and yours, Blaine Lukemeyer, uh, is stepping down, possibly switching from the lieutenant governor race over to the congressional race, Dr. Bob? Hmm? Yeah, Austin, I think it's something um, I'm seriously looking at. I'm consulting with you know family, friends, advisors, uh, praying about it. Um, I am giving it serious consideration. We have an absolute mess in Washington, D.C. right now. Uh, you know, Bidenomics has decimated the American family. The surveillance state is out of control. We're, uh, we're trying to bumble our way into uh, numerous foreign wars. We need, we need leadership in uh, Washington, D.C. Now, many times people say a congressman is one out of 435. But when we look at 
how individual uh, congressmen have and senators have made an impact. Uh, think about Rand Paul's uh, grilling of Anthony Fauci. Look at James Comer or Jim Jordan's grilling of those of associated with the Biden crime family. Um, we need we need leadership at the federal and the state level. So uh, we're, we're we're giving that some serious consideration. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners? Any final thoughts? We do have some Iowans here that are listening in this morning, might be making a decision about who to caucus for tonight. What's your message to them and your final thoughts? Yeah, well, it is a, a we we are blessed this uh, cycle to have some good folks who have been mentioned, uh, you know, Vivek Ramaswamy, uh, 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 Ron DeSantis. Uh, but uh, I believe that the uh, the candidate most likely to uh, beat Joe Biden in November is uh, the president who I think has earned a second term, and that is Donald Trump. So I'd encourage your Iowans to go out and caucus for Donald J. Trump. There you go. That's Dr. Bob Onder, current candidate for lieutenant governor, possible candidate for Congress. Maybe we'll be sending him to Washington, D.C. instead of Jefferson City, where we're at. Hey, Dr. Bob, thanks for being so generous with your time this morning and good luck today and safe travels, of course. Stay warm. Thank you, Austin. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much. What'd you guys think of Dr. Bob? Isn't he great? Send us a text and let us know what you think. 573-319-1586 is the text line. You can text the show anytime, night or day, Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. Central Time. The Wake Up America show streams live, but we love to get your text messages any time of the day on the Wake Up America show. You can always find us at wakeupamericashow.com. I also want to highly recommend and let you know that we do have a merchandise shop. So if you like the content, you'd like to help support us financially, you can also get some awesome products over at p4libertyshop.com. My buddy Matt Unruh has been hitting me up for weeks and I've been lazy. Sorry, Matt. <laughs> He wanted to get a don't tread on me license plate or a vanity plate for his vehicle. So I made one specifically for him last night. But I was like, you know what? This is a really attractive license plate. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to put it over on the shop. So if you visit AP4LibertyShop.com, you can see all the amazing patriotic merchandise. If you're patriotic but a little crazy, then AP for Liberty Shop is for you. If you like delicious coffee, our founding flavors coffee you can find exclusively at ap4libertyshop.com. That's AP, the number four, ap4libertyshop.com. We've got all kinds of great offerings. Not only do we have coffee, but we also have custom metal signs, um, hoodies. If you're a big Javier Malay fan, for example, we've got all kinds of cool Javier Malay. I think we probably have the best selection of Javier Malay items maybe in the world. I don't know. I've seen other Javier Malay merch, but I haven't seen as much as they as we have over at apforlibertyshop.com, all designed lovingly by me and my wife, Stephanie. When you see the prices, don't forget that everything that you see is shipping included. So the price that you see is the price that you can get. I know everybody's freaking out about those Stanley mugs, but wouldn't you rather have a Javier Malay copper vacuum insulated bottle that costs less than a Stanley, and it actually will not spill your uh, drinks because Stanleys do leak. Uh, Viva la libertad, carajo, Javier Malay phone cases, and all kinds of awesome stuff that you can get, again, exclusively at AP, the number four, AP4LibertyShop.com. You don't want to miss it. So check it out. Again, AP, the number four, 
apforlibertyshop.com. Is Vivek Ramaswamy getting the Ron Paul treatment? Uh, he's not been included in many recent polls that have gone on, and he's been getting ignored in a lot of the mainstream media coverage. Ron Paul was trending on Twitter yesterday just because people were saying, hey, Vivek is getting the Ron Paul treatment for sure. Take a listen to this report from CNN yesterday. And we also have CNN anchor and chief national correspondent John King at the Magic Wall, where he lives these days. John, I think a big question is we are getting these new poll numbers in is where things do stand as we are on the eve of the Iowa caucuses. This is fascinating. So in Iowa 2024, CNN is taking a look at the polls. The Republican caucus, they're showing DeSantis, Haley, Asa Hutchinson? What? Why is uh, Asa, Asa Hutchinson included in this coverage? Where the hell is Vivek no, Ramaswamy? God. What's going on here? No, God, please, no. no. Look, look, Caitlin, this no. is my 10th presidential no. campaign. Covered a lot of Iowa caucuses. Iowa sometimes surprises. But the poll numbers, and it looks like as it. you've been talking about, they're pretty overwhelming. So let's just bring up the poll and show it over the last five months. Forgive me for turning my back. I just want to stretch this out. Uh, if you go back through the Iowa poll, a very reliable poll in the state. You go back five months ago, former President Trump was at 42% up to 51. He's at 48% right now. Uh, Nikki Haley has gone from six up to 20. So she can say yes, at least over the last five months, I'm going up. DeSantis, a flat line, maybe down a little bit, 19, down to 16% now. Uh, yes. Uh, you know, Ted Cruz was behind and beat Donald Trump in 2016. Yes. Rick Santorum was behind and passed Mitt Romney at the end in 2012. But the lead was nothing like that. It was not 28 points. That is not insurmountable. Nothing is insurmountable in politics, but it would shock the world. If somehow Trump didn't win, the question is by what? One interesting. See that wild look at that. Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Asa Hutchinson. This is the same thing that they did to Ron Paul. I think being libertarian actually post the video, posted the video. Hold on, let me see if I can pull it up for you here live. Being libertarian posted the video of what happened to Ron Paul back in, was it 2012? And God, man, has it been that long since since I was campaigning for Congressman Ron Paul's presidential campaign. This is too long for us to play the whole thing, but it's a really, really good video. Discussion of the debate after it was over. Right. Now, uh, you might argue I didn't win, or some people argue that well, I you, did. You, you had the juice. But, you but had it deserved more than one mention on all the stations. Somebody Very went ahead of this. These all up. Thank you, <laughs> so, so what's going on hey, here? You, you're in this here. media business. Thank I'd like you. to know exactly how that comes about. Okay. I had a printout. The problem with that, with the whole idea that it's a conspiracy to cut him off for the commercial is, you know, the reality is, guys, in the media, we got to get paid. <laughs> I don't know if that was 2008 or 2012 when Neil uh, Cavuto there cut off Ron Paul, but I do remember I was working at Fox Business Network in 2012 as Judge Napolitano's producer, associate producer for his show, Freedom Watch. Uh, and so when somebody has to go to commercial break like that, it's not the uh, it's not their fault. It's because they got to make the money. You know what I'm saying? To ka-ching, ka-ching. Cavuto, what a dope, says Luke Sacker. <laughs> um, it looks like Will Run Riot is a big fan of our founding flavors coffee over at AP for Liberty Shop, as he should be. I think Will is our every two-week delivery guy. A lot of people may not know that Founding Flavors Coffee can be delivered on a regular schedule to your front door. It's a great way to support the Wake Up America show is to buy regular coffee deliveries either once a month, two months, three months, uh, delivered to your door. Founding Flavors Coffee is absolutely delicious, so make sure that you check it out. Get yourself a bag, try it, and here's the thing. My promise to you, 
if you don't like it, then I will buy it back from you. You can just ship it to me and I will buy it back from you and I will drink it. So, cause I love it. I drink Founding Flavors coffee every day. I think today is Jeffersonian Java, which is our light roast, which is the like highest maximum amount of caffeine, which I definitely need. It's cold out there, baby. But baby, it's cold outside. Urz Mommy says, oh my God, it's Ron. Love him. Yes, of course. I voted and campaigned for Ron Paul in 2008 and 2012. That's where I cut my political teeth. And that's why I, so, um, that's why I consider myself to be an activist libertarian today is because I started, I was inspired by Dr. Ron Paul. I'm sure many of you are out there the same, you know, thinking and feeling the same way as me. But I'd love to see and feel your thoughts. If you click that like button, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Um, a listener with my nickname, Augie, says, USA is in too much trouble for someone new. We know what Trump can do 2024. Augie, that's my, my nickname. Um, but I spell it A-U-G-G-Y. Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts this morning. Don't forget to send us a text. You can see the text line number down there below at 573 319-1586. Again, that's 573-319-1586. That's the text line. One listener texted in and says, Vivek is my number one. Every time I hear him speak, I want to kiss him and I'm not even gay. What? Bro. <laughs> hmm. Actually, now that I think about it, no, maybe not. Just goes to show you, he says, that the MSM still thinks they're relevant but it will soon become undeniably obvious that they are not. Amen, brother. Amen. We are becoming the mainstream media. This show today will get more ratings or more people will watch this episode of the Wake Up America show than some MSNBC shows. Yeah. Just goes to show how bad they suck. I mean, here they are. Look. Completely ignoring Good Vivek Ramaswamy here. There, you were talking at the Asa Hutchinson is on this list. Show about how Donald Trump is now saying, "Don't be complacent, people. Make sure you get out there to vote." I think at one point today he said, "Go out and vote, even if you're sick. I need you to get out there and vote." That is a bit because they were so confident. The Haley movement at the end—it's not dramatic. It's nowhere close to Trump. But you know, people supporting Haley have spent about eight million dollars since January. That's her campaign and super PAC. Pro DeSantis about six million. The Trump people haven't spent that much money. It's only three. They haven't had to. Million. So they entered the year. This is since January. They entered the year thinking we got this. And now in the last couple of days, they're smart. As Dana said, they're well organized. The president's saying, don't get complacent. They're trying to tell people if you're really cold, please. The organization show matters. up anyway. They're texting. We'll give you a ride. If you're afraid to go out and drive yourself, we'll do it. Can the other campaigns match that? 24 hours from now, we'll be filling this in. Well, and not just getting people out on the road. I mean, that speaks to, to voter enthusiasm here. So when you look at these numbers, John, I mean, what are you seeing about which candidate here has the most enthusiastic supporters? Because that could matter. Uh, probably Vivek Ramaswamy or Donald Trump. If the weather is as bad as, as we're predicting that it's going to be to motivate people to leave their warm, cozy homes and get out and go to, to a high school gym to caucus. Yeah, without a doubt. So let, let me just show you something first. Where the Asa people Hutchin they're going to say Asa Hutchinson, you know? Live in Iowa. Show you total population here. The larger the circle, that means the more population in this area. So you look here's the Des Moines area. That's the biggest area. The suburbs around it. Those are key to Nikki Haley, by the way. If Nikki Haley is going to surprise us, it's going to come from the suburbs and close around the cities, like Dubuque, like Cedar Rapids, like Iowa City. Those Listen, here's what here's what I'm gonna here's my Iowa prediction. Donald Trump's going to win. Nikki Haley's going to come in second. DeSantis third, and and Vivek fourth. And then the media is going to spin it 
as a victory for Nikki Haley. Just watch. Tomorrow morning, you and me have an appointment, a rendezvous with Destiny. You are going to come back on the Wake Up America show tomorrow morning, and I am going to have cut all of the clips of what happened tonight. And it's all going to be that you're going to read. We're going to read the headlines together tomorrow morning. We're going to open up the newspapers. What are we going to see? We're going to see what I predict, which is that the media is going to be spinning it for Nikki Haley. The Washington Post and the New York Times, they're all going to say, well, yes, Nikki Haley got completely destroyed and dominated by Donald Trump. He made her his bitch and he beat her by 30 points and he slapped her around and uh, threw her up against the side of the wall and then choked her and she and then she was like, please more Daddy Trump, please more Daddy Trump, uh, give me more. But Nikki Haley will, will be touted as, really she's the secret winner of the caucuses because she didn't underperform as much as they expected her to underperform. So that's gonna be the headline tomorrow just wait. The news headlines have already written it. There, you know, the lead tomorrow is going to be um, Trump wins. Hey, Nikki Haley outperforms because you know what? A lot of Democrats, a lot of uh, Republicans, never Trump Republicans, they are doing everything they can, pulling out the stops, trying to stop Trump. And Nikki Haley is the person that they want to have stop Donald Trump. All right, my boy, John Miltimore, is going to comment on all of this. He's the underboss of the Foundation for Economic Education. He's going to talk about the Trump world running a hit on our boy, Vivek Ramaswamy. We're going to talk about that. Don't go away. Go to the APforLibertyShop.com website now. Do a little shopping. We'll be right back with John Miltimore on the, Manning, on the Wake Up America show at WakeUpAmericaShow.com. Good morning, Rise and Freedom. I'm Austin Peterson. You're watching and listening to the Wake Up America Show at wakeupamericashow.com. Nice to see all hundreds and hundreds of you here joining us live this morning. Yeah, puts me in a good mood. Can we get hundreds and hundreds of likes on the Wake Up America Show? We're only at 65. What? 65 likes? That can't be right. Click like and subscribe to the channel. If it's your first time watching us today, and I know for many of you, it is. You definitely want to come back and join us here on the regular every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. Central Time. The Wake Up America show streams live. We've been doing this show now for a year and four months or so, and we're still going strong thanks to the support of people like you. So like and subscribe, and we'll see you back here tomorrow morning at the same time. Every Monday on the Wake Up America show, we have a regular guest. We call it Mondays with Miltimore. He's the underboss of the Foundation for Economic Education, and it's time for us to talk about Grand Theft, Iowa, the caucus city heist. Joining us now to talk about Donald Trump's Iowa joyride is John Miltimore, editor-at-large at Foundation for Economic Education. Not quite an underboss, but as close as it gets. What's up, John? Oh, not much. I like that title, underboss. Where'd you come up with that one? Uh, just anything that I could to like make a, a gangster reference because the show's theme today is Grand Theft Auto. So. I, I saw that. <laughs> my kids want to play it. They're like, my, my son was like, he's 10. He's like, he wants to play Grand Theft Auto. I don't know about that one. I, I haven't seen that game in about 25 years, but uh, probably not. Definitely not a game for children, but this is a show that is mostly safe for children. Uh, if we ever venture off into see things like PG-13 or Rated R, I always warn people to turn it down before their their uh, so their kids don't have to hear. But uh, John, today's uh, topic is thankfully safe for work. So um, 
Iowa caucus happens tonight. Donald Trump leading Nikki Haley, who is the sec in second place right now, by 28 points. What do you attribute this massive expect expected to be blowout tonight? Why does Donald Trump have so much mo? Well, I mean, let's face it. He's got he's got a base, right? He's got a he's got a huge base. Um, Nikki Haley is kind of, I, you know, all the horse race stuff. You know, it's hard to get into, but I mean, we are in the silly season, so you got to kind of you know play, play the game to some extent and see. You know, she, she's the establishment candidate, right? Like she she is the one. She's got the the neocon support. Um, you know, if you would have asked me three years ago, I would have said, "Oh, Nikki Haley, I kind of like her." I'm not a fan. Uh, she's saying all the wrong things. And, and to me, like watching what happened to Nikki Haley is sort of like what frightens me. The DC establishment, it changes you. Um, and, and and she seems way more authoritarian than I ever would have guessed. It, like like some of her policy proposals are are just crazy. Like like what she's talking about banning anonymous accounts from Twitter, and and, and all of this. Um, yeah, as far as Trump, like it, it, it's crazy. He's kind of an unstoppable force, you know, for better or worse. And uh, I think we are going to see a blowout today. You know, to me, we're kind of looking at second place, right? Does DeSantis can he claw his way back in the second and kind of stay relevant or not? And um, right now, it's looking like it's going to be a, a, a tough thing for him to pull off. What do you think do you, do you attribute the fall of DeSantis? I mean, obviously, if you're an impartial observer of the caucus, which I have been to a large extent, or a, a you know, impartial observer to this race, uh, then it, it, it seemed as if his campaign floundered out, out of the gate and then never really picked up any steam after that. But falling into third place behind Nikki Haley, that does seem strange, especially for a very conservative state like Iowa. That was shocking to me to see that he had fallen behind Nikki Haley in an um, Iowa poll. What about you? Yeah, um, it, I think there's two things with DeSantis. First, like I attribute it to Trump, right? Like he has set his his sights on DeSantis and has been blasting him for months and months. And it's not just Trump, his surrogates, right? Like, like they are, you know, all over DeSantis. In some ways, I think that's really unfair. And this this is one of the things with Trump and the, and the mega crowd that really does bother me. Like like they're just kind of ruthless in ways. I think I think they were pretty DeSantis in some of their attacks on DeSantis. Um, like if you look like like claiming like they were hitting you know DeSantis over his lockdowns and like like DeSantis was a lot better on that than Trump, right? But but Team Trump doesn't care. They they've they've hit you know like Florida was they, they, you know all this like Gavin Newsom actually California was better on the pandemic than DeSantis. Like, like some attacks, I think, that are just you know intellectually dishonest, but they're effective. And as a surrogate, sadly, they are really effective, too, in some of these attacks that I think are just, you know, frankly, over the top. Um, the other thing is, I, I don't think DeSantis is quite as strong of a candidate as, as we, we thought to begin with. I know people that are, like, in politics in D.C., and they kind of warned me about this early on. Um, they, they don't think DeSantis actually, that he would have that appeal. And, and he is going after kind of the same voters that Trump already has. So I think it was kind of, you know, if Trump's not in this race, I think DeSantis is probably leading Iowa. I think it'd be a whole different story, but um, he hasn't been able to really land a, a glove on Trump. And um, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if by mid-February, DeSantis is, is out of this thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's shocking to me because I think a lot of people really saw him as like a version of Donald Trump that was more palatable, had a lot less baggage and would be able to sort of rally the MAGA base. But Donald Trump, nobody rallies the MAGA base more than Donald Trump, nobody. And that includes Vivek Ramaswamy, 
who is apparently not MAGA, as we learned over the weekend. Donald Trump takes a swipe at Vivek Ramaswamy. Why do you think he did it? What was your take on that? I think, you know, Trump is a little threatened by Vivek. And, um, you know, like at, at first when I when I saw this, I'm like, oh, what did he say? And I'm like, OK, well, well, Trump, you know, I, he, he it wasn't that aggressive of an attack. You know, it wasn't like he was, you know, pulling him in the mud and like really hammering him. You know, he it, but it's more, you know, like it was, it was it was a jab. It was enough. Vivek, you know, is doing what he, what, what he should be doing and, and trying not to alienate Trump and, and, and the mega voters who he's trying to appeal to. You know, he's. He, you know, his, he's America first, like as he tells you over and over. Um, that's what he's trying to do. He doesn't want to alienate those guys. So that means kind of being, you know, delicate with Trump, who, who let's face it, you don't want to piss this guy off. Like he is. And that's, that, that is why people like, love Trump, because he, you piss him off and he's going to come at you with everything. Um, that's kind of why I think the left, you know, is so afraid of him because he, uh, you know, like if you ask Trump supporters, their favorite thing about Trump is he's a fighter. Right. And um, I, I think, you know, like like even in my own family, you talk to people, the ones that are still you know, supporters of Trump. And that's what they'll tell you. He's a fighter. He's not going to just roll over. I think you had guys like Romney, like McCain, like George W. Bush. They were always really interested in playing nice with the left. And Trump does. He, he's the opposite. Right. He, he's he's going to come swinging at you. Um, there, there's something to, you know, to admire about that to a degree. Um, at the same time, I, I, I think um, it can't be your primary appeal. It, it, to me, this it needs to come down to the ideas. And um, you know, Trump's really good at politics. I, 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 there's no denying that. Uh, and, and some of his policies aren't bad, but but there's really the, the ideas and principles. You know, for me, I, I don't see those. I don't see enough of that that really can appeal to me. Um, I'm, I'm much more, you know, a, a Javier Malay is the kind of guy I want. Like Malay makes his principles very clear. He's a candidate for liberty. Um, Trump is when when he finds it helpful, uh, it, you know, to his purposes. Um, but I, I do. I, I want a candidate who is much more consistent on the ideas. I do, too. But I think that the problem is, is that sometimes, you know, if you only have one tool available to fight a battle, it's like going into, uh, uh, you know, if you've got a conflict coming up and we do have a conflict with the left that's happening right now. If somebody hands me a hammer versus a sword, I'm going to go take the hammer and I'm going to fight the Vikings with a hammer because that's all I've got. It's unfortunate we don't have a Javier Malay here in the United States. Right. Right? We don't have a warrior uh, who is capable of leading us into battle against the left the, the same way that Javier Malay has done in Argentina. We're going to have to wait until we get more people like Vivek Ramaswamy and Javier Malay and others who are more on our side of things politically here in the United States. But at the end of the day, if you can't win the battle, uh, John, there's no it's it's there's no question about who gets to put what policy here or there if you don't win the battle. And at the end of the day, this fall, if Donald Trump is the Republican nominee, I'm going to vote Donald Trump because I see him as a useful tool. I describe him as something like a Swiss Army knife uh, of politics in the sense that if you want to light a, a fire uh, under, some, you know, or light a leftist's hair on fire, you can mention him in conversation. That's the lighter part of the Swiss Army knife. If you want to slice a libertarian who's like, oh, I will never support him. I'm going to go vote for Robert F. Kennedy Jr. because he's my tinfoil hat guy, right? Then then uh, Trump acts as a knife to drive them batshit bonkers as well. And then if you're looking at a never Trump neocon Republican, right? She, he's like a spoon cutting their heart out slowly and painfully uh, a moment at a time. He's useful against our enemies, John. Is that, it, it, would you say that my metaphor here is off the mark? Um, 
you know, is he useful? You like, like is, is, you is, I'll be, I'm going to be just speak honestly and speak for myself. Okay. Uh, would I be more comfortable with Donald Trump than another Joe Biden term? I, I would. But 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 here's the thing. Um, I'm going to go back to the ideas a little bit. I like Trump. You had four years already, and I did not see the tra transformation I wanted, and I did not see him doing the things he was said he, he said he was going to do. He did not drain the swamp. And if you listen carefully to some of the people you know that are deep in mega, if you listen to what Steve Bannon was saying, for example, back in 2016, they don't really want to to drain the swamp as as much as they want to transform it. And 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 to me, that's a big difference. I'm not looking to use the power of of Washington D.C. to 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 sort of use it in a better way uh, to to enact America first. I want I want to dismantle it. I wanted I want to start to really get aggressive aggressive about doing what Malay's doing about shuttering bureaucracy, about making real cuts in spending. And I I don't think Trump's going to do that, even even if he does win. Okay, well, that's a fair point, and I think many of our listeners who are libertarians might agree with you. Yeah, um, you know, I, I will, just a quick point. This is a reminder to me, too. Politics brings out the worst in us, right? Like, if you look, Trump, Trump and DeSantis, they were pretty friendly, you know, 18 months ago, until, like, suddenly they're running, and now, now they hate each other, it's hammer and tong. Even Vivek, who's really been just the, the nicest candidate in the world and running this inspirational campaign, now he's getting attacked as well. And, and this is why I hate politics. It brings out the worst <laughs> in people. It really, it, you know, and, and and I get it. These are these are political threats. And to some degree, you got to kind of, you know, you, you need to win, as, as you're saying. Um, but to me, it, it, all of this is, it, it reminds me why we don't want to give politicians power over our lives. Um, once politics gets in it, this big and the stakes are so high, it's just a battle for survival, kind of. That's where we are. I think that's why campaigns are so bitter now. It, it really shouldn't matter so much who the president is, but it does because they have so much power today. Um, and I think we got to really get serious about you know, rethinking the American system as a whole. Yep, for, uh, for sure. I wonder what our listeners think. Uh, do us a favor and click like and subscribe to the channel. I know that some people were saying that Rumble was having a little bit of uh, problems this morning with some uh, with the stream. Uh, don't forget, you can always watch and listen to the Wake Up America show without any issues at wakeupamericashow.com as a backup. Uh, and um, I'm hoping that some of those issues that rumble.com is having will get fixed this morning. So we do stream on multiple platforms. Uh, not just rumble.com and not just wakeupamericashow.com. You can also choose to watch it at my Facebook page at facebook.com slash AP for Liberty or on YouTube as well, uh, whichever your preferred platform is. I prefer rumble.com because they like to hook us up with uh, features and help us to grow the show. So I promote them the most. But if for some reason Rumble, uh, which is a growing service, has some issues, remember you can watch us either at wakeupamericashow.com and get just the audio uh, or the audio and video, or YouTube or Facebook as well. We're speaking to John Miltimore. He's the editor-at-large of the Foundation for Economic Education about the Iowa caucus that's happening tonight. So, John, uh, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Vivek Ramaswamy, I, I see it as a foregone conclusion. You know, I believe that Donald Trump was going to be the nominee for quite some time now. My support of Vivek Ramaswamy is not because I believe that he can win, but because I think that he would be a good vice presidential candidate. If Donald Trump were the president and Vivek Ramaswamy was his VP, would that change any of your calculations about that 
potential administration? You know, from what I've seen from Vivek, he, he would make a good he would make a good running. And and um, now, does he have the experience? You know, yeah, you, you, there's there's questions there you can ask. I like his ideas. I think he, he strikes me as just a an honest guy, which you don't see a lot of that in politics. He he, he strikes me as a straight shooter. Um, he would be. I, I I think Trump could do a lot worse than than, than a guy like Ramaswamy. Um, you know, especially, you know, we've been hearing you know, talk about Nikki Haley, you know, balancing the ticket with a woman and she she would be, you know, like an obvious choice. Um, I, I, I think some Trump people, including some of the Trump family, have already said that, like, they, they, they're not going to let that happen. I hope so. Um, but I, I'll say this, like, like, there's still a lot of time in this, like, like, there's still very high expectations for Trump. Is he the most likely, you know, person to be the nominee and the president? I think so. Um, you see pollsters now, even those that don't really like Trump, that are saying that. Um, but you know, things could still get. You know, we we most Americans don't like their choices. That that's what's crazy. They don't like that we have a choice between Trump and Biden, most likely. Um, so I think that does you know leave opportunity for a, a third party candidate to shake things up. Um, and if you just look at the state of this country right now, um, things could get things could get wild. Um, we're seeing like like you know efforts to to get Trump kicked off ballot, like you know like all of that, which I think is incredibly dangerous. Um, again, go back the the man. What has he been convicted of again? I mean, I saw a story this weekend, John, about uh, people are talking about ensuring that if Donald Trump becomes the president, that he can't enact he he that he can't properly command the military. I, you're hearing all. I, I get it. Like, like people, uh, like especially the left, left are completely triggered by this guy. Um, they they will use any re, you know tool at their disposal to try to prevent him from from being the president. And then if he is president, we're going to see the whole resistance thing again. Um, I don't want to. Uh, there's a dangerous incentive there to say I don't want Trump to be president because of that. I do worry um, that if Trump is president, it, it, it's going to be another, it, it could just be four more years of, of complete chaos because the institutions are kind of captured, right? Like you, you look at some of these institutions, um, they are, they've been captured by government and they're going to, you know, fight him every step of the way. Um, you know, but if that happens, it happens, um, not, not to go down this road of national divorce. I, I, I do feel, you know, and I, I just hung out, you know, at a fever retreat recently, just talking to all these people in the libertarian movement, um, and, and, you know, many, many aren't there yet, but some are like, like this idea, can we continue to, to control this whole country, a country as big and diverse and as bankrupt, um, as the United States, um, through, through Washington, DC. Um, I, I don't think, you know, I, I think there's real problems in doing this. Like, I, I think we are as a country so big and, uh, we we're, people, Americans today, we're operating, operating a completely different moral framework. Right, like completely different sets of what government should be doing. Um, I think that tension will get worse if Trump wins, and and you know maybe maybe that's not a bad thing if if you see um, you know the United States um, sort of moving on from this this template where um, we're just going to hold things together through hammer and tong and force. Um, you know, national divorce is one of those things. Um, I've become more. I've, I'm reading more books about you know separatism and things like this. Um, could could that happen in the next generation or so? I, I think we're going to see more and more discussion on that front because we are so polarized as a country. And because, frankly, I, I think the candidates are just getting worse. Possibly true. John Miltimore. Um, experience asks Quest Fanning in the chat. The kind of experience you get in D.C. is a cancer. 
Trump Ramaswamy would be the least tainted ticket in history. See, I tend to agree with that one when it comes to political experience. People who've had political experience haven't been that great. People who didn't have political experience tend to do a little bit better than others. Um, but I am, you know, I am interested in learning more about the potential of a national divorce. Although I'm still not convinced on that one, I do still think that uh, united we stand, divided we fall. I think that the greatness of the United States with our system, our bicameral system and our multiple state legislatures uh, and checks and balances of power probably still serves us better than any other country in the world to a large extent, although I am open to hearing your thoughts. Hey, uh, John, is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners before we go and before some of these people who are from Iowa going caucus tonight? What would you leave in their thoughts and, and minds before they go out and um, cast their votes? You know, I'll go back to something Edward Snowden said a, a number of years ago, and it, and it really, it always stuck with me. And, and I bring it up because we're in the silly, silly season officially now, right? IO caucus is here. It's the silly season. Pox, the, 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 the politics will be toxic. But Snowden, what he said is he said, we, we need to stop putting so much faith and fear in, in these presidential candidates. And, and so whoever, whichever horse, you know, you're backing, you know, fair enough. Like, like somebody's got to run this country. But but don't don't put so much faith and in, in, in fear in, you know in, in these candidates you know look look to yourself look to your own like like what you can control in your life I and I think I think there's something empowering about that in, instead of you know looking to Washington D.C. to either fix your problems or or to be afraid about all the things they're doing a, a lot of that energy can be better spent on just trying to to fix stuff closer to us in our in our own families in our own communities um, and I think I think we're all better for it if we take that approach. There you go, John Miltimore, editor-at-large of the Foundation for Economic Education. Mondays with Miltimore. Clementine over in the chat says, always enjoy Mondays." Maybe that's what we should call it. <laughs> that's not hey, bad. John, like th it. Th thanks for your time, brother. We're glad to have you here on the show. We look forward to hearing from you again next week. Hey, great being with you, AP. Have a good week. You too. As well. Thanks so much to John Miltimore. What do you guys think, huh? Good stuff. What was today's show? Was it awesome, eh, eh? You know, now, my prediction is that Donald Trump wins the Iowa caucus tonight, and tomorrow morning, the media says, well, actually, even though Donald Trump won, actually, it was actually Nikki Haley that really won because she showed that she is in the race and, you know, yada, 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 blah, 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 blah. I was tired the next morning. Bunch of BS. All right, I got to go. Do me a favor, grab yourself a box of delicious Founding Flavors coffee over at ap4libertyshop.com. Here's the deal, if you're drinking Starbucks coffee, you're basically drinking an abortion. Why are you paying to drink abortions? Oh, you think I'm joking? Starbucks pays for their employees to get abortions. If you're drinking Black Rifle coffee, you think you're drinking conservatism, you're really drinking throwing Kyle Rittenhouse under the bus. Mm, yeah. It's true. Look it up. The Wake Up America show is your one-stop shop for freedom. Not only do we have the best content, we've got the best coffee. So check it out at ap4libertyshop.com. That's AP, the number four, four, ap4libertyshop.com. Get yourself some delicious coffee. It's cold outside, guys. This is coffee drinking season. Here's the deal. You buy a box of Founding Flavors coffee, you don't like it, I'll buy it back from you, right? So you really, you can't lose. You either get a box of delicious coffee that you love, and you're supporting freedom, or you, if you don't like it, then it's free. You just send it back to me and I will buy it back from you, right? So no risk at all, right? Other than maybe getting addicted and really loving my Founding Flavors coffee. 
Check it out at AP number four, AP4LibertyShop.com. Check out all of our patriotic merchandise. Oh, quick announcement today before we go. It's not the announcement I think Quest was looking for, but it is announcement. We've got a bunch of announcements happening this week. One announcement, big announcement is, is that we are now going to start adding a new segment to the Wake Up America show. It's going to be a bait segment. Yes. I'm hoping the first one's going to happen this Wednesday. But I, I have been able to figure out how to get two guests, remote guests, on at one time. So we're going to start having debates on the Wake Up America show, which I think you guys are really going to love. So please like and subscribe to the channel, especially if you're not subscribed to AP for Liberty yet. Subscribe now because you're definitely going to want to come back and hear all the awesome debates that we're going to have here on the show. So that's a new announcement. We've got at least two more big announcements coming up this week. You guys are going to love. So if you're not subscribed, you're going to miss out on all the fun. So click like. Subscribe to the channel. Come back and join us here every Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m. Central Time on the Wake Up America Show. And we'll see you back here tomorrow. We'll see if my predictions hold true on the Wake Up America Show at wakeupamericashow.com. We'll see you guys tomorrow.